They've learned with fear, don't run from it. And again, the message of Christ was always about, I'm there in the difficult times, in your pain, I'm there, you know? And I try and remember that. And, and despite the doubts and the fears, I try and hold on to that. And that's a journey of life, you know? Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Our guests for this episode reflect on the circumstances of their lives that have challenged their faith and how, after many years and many journeys, they continue to choose to follow Christ. Adventurer Bear Grylls and bluegrass musician Rhonda Vincent. First up, we've watched Bear Grylls as he's made his way up mountains, explored underwater, and forged through jungles on his TV show, Man vs. Wild. Bear loves spending time in the world God created, but today we learn a little behind the faith that gives him soul fuel, which happens to be the title of his latest book. Bear shares how Jesus' love and grace gives him strength for the road ahead and why he wants to help his three boys with their own spiritual journeys. I'm Bear Grylls, uh, former soldier, Everest climber, host of Man vs. Wild and Running Wild, uh, father, husband, um, and I guess, yeah, adventurer. I started off my life with a really simple faith that was bomb-proof. You know, I knew that there was this presence around me that was good. And I think life tried, has tried to beat that out of me in a way. And I think the journey is being, trying to strip the religion side of it out. You know, the words and the kind of the rules and the, the customs and all of this and actually say, we're on a journey of life. It, we're real and raw and broken and a mess most of the time. But the great message of grace is that through all of that, through, you know, somehow, despite ourselves, despite our fallenness, we're actually still held and, that is, and we're still forgiven and, and, and this universal presence and, and the message of Christ is that I love you, despite all of your, you know, stuff. If I ever sense the presence of God, it's actually in relationships, in, in the touch of, you know, one of my children's hand on my head when I'm nervous before going away and they want to just put a hand on the shoulder. You know, those are the, the points of connection. I almost kind of never really meant Soulfield to be published. It was sort of written really as if something I want to do for our three boys, for them to be able to have in their life sort of beside the bed that they can read quickly at the start of a day and it will help them. I said, I'm going to write this over a year, one a day, and I'm going to collect 365 great short bits that can help your day. And so I literally started at the start of the year. And, um, and obviously a lot of those days we were up a mountain or in a jungle or on an airplane or battling through some desert, you know. So wherever we was, I'd write it on the iPhone. And at the end of the year, it was like, actually, this, this is kind of, this is hopefully gonna be good. Because I think the journey of faith can be quite a sort of a difficult one to navigate. And, you know, look at the great heroes of the Bible. It's always, it's, it's a battle after battle after battle. And life is hard. And, we all face storms and there is no guarantees, you know. It's not like sort of faith suddenly makes everything okay, you know. But all I know from experience, I, th I think in the hard times, I look back on where you, I've lost people close to me or we've had things go really wrong up mountains, is that in the, somehow I look back and I, I feel there was a presence often there. And that's all I want Soulfield to be, is a daily thing for people to be to be able to say, listen, today's probably going to be hard for you if you're like any other human being, but this hopefully will help you through it and to know that he's beside you. I do think the outdoors is a healing place. I think because it's natural and it's kind of, 
it, it doesn't ask anything of you and it's unjudging. And that's why I think Running Wild has been so empowering for so many guests, is that it's space and time. And you sit around a fire and it's it goes deep. And I like that. So I think it's no surprise to hear that the outdoors and fresh air and, and exertion and effort and risk and fear and, 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 and concrete and walking through those things is empowering for people. At the same time, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I've, you know, I climb a mountain and I feel the presence of God because the truth is, it's not always like that. And I'm not gonna sit and say, you know, oh, when I sit on the top of Everest, it's all clear and it's all okay. Because those, the moments you think would be the greatest triumphs have often been my places of real doubt and struggle. Faith at its heart is say, I'll pick you up when you're broken and I love you and you're forgiven and here is home and here is strength and here is peace. You know, let's do this journey of life together. My life is, has many doubts and many struggles and I question my faith most days. But somehow through the fog of being a human being, I choose to trust in this message of grace and this message of love. You can find Bear's new book, Soul Fuel, at your favorite book retailer today. Stay tuned for our next interview with bluegrass artist Rhonda Vincent after this brief message. Motherhood. It's a journey like no other, teeming with love, unparalleled dedication, and moments that pierce the very essence of your soul. It's a trek that demands to be celebrated, lauded, and embraced in its entirety. Celebrate the moms in your life this Mother's Day with two beautiful gift books, Jesus Calling for Moms by Sarah Young and Grace for the Moment for Moms by Max Licato. These heartfelt devotionals will remind the moms in your life just how special they are. Jesus Calling for Moms and Grace for the Moment for Moms are available now where all books are sold. During times of transition and unknown next steps, it's more important than ever to cling to the promises of God and to tune your ear to what Jesus has to say. Jesus Calling for Graduates is an encouraging compilation of 150 devotions from Sarah Young's brand. Grads will find topics such as discerning God's will, self-worth, trust, support, and much more. Jesus Calling for Graduates is perfect for both high school and college graduates as they embark on the next chapter. Look for a special custom edition of Jesus Calling for Graduates, available exclusively at faithgateway.com. CMA Fest is proud to present a three-hour country music special hosted by Thomas Rhett and Kelsey Ballerini with special guest host Bobby Bones. Sunday, August 4th at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central. Four days of superstar performances with country favorites like Carrie Underwood, Tim McGraw, Rascal Flatts, Blake Shelton, and many more. You won't want to miss four days of these superstar performances jam-packed into a three-hour television event. Check it out on Sunday, August 4th at 8, 7 Central on ABC. For more information, visit cmafest.com. From the time she was little, Rhonda Vincent had a few constants in her life, family, music, and faith. Today, the talented bluegrass singer, songwriter, and musician tells us about growing up in her very musical family, some of the blessings and miracles God's given her along the way, and how his love has shaped her through it all. I'm Rhonda Vincent. I have the, the blessing of singing and playing the music I love, bluegrass music, country, and gospel music, and traveling all over the world. I come from a very tiny town, Greentop, Missouri. Population, I think growing up was 350. I think we're up to 450 now. 
Greentop, you might say, where is Greentop, Missouri? It's at the very top of Missouri, in the heart of America. There isn't any interstate or mall within at least 100 miles of there. And we were, Kirksville, where I live now, that was a city where they had a prototype for the Super Walmart that was open 24 hours because they figured if it could make it in Kirksville, Missouri, it would work anywhere. Music is traced back five generations for, uh, in the Vincent family. And I started singing when I was three, um, made our first recording. The first documentation was when I was five years old. And I will, and even now, my daughter's carrying on the tradition. So this is sixth generation, six generations now. On my sixth birthday, my dad got a snare drum, a stand, and a set of brushes, and I became the, the drummer for the Sally Mountain Show, which was made up of my grandpa Bill, um, Uncle Pearl, Aunt Catherine, cousins Joe and Ricky, mom and dad. There was Boyd Halford and Phil Baker and Al White and Jack Heron. And our first album cover has all of those people on there, 1967. And I got to sing two songs on that at my grandparents' house, which was just one house away. There was a music party there every night. And people say, oh, you're exaggerating? No, they love music so much uh, that Friends came over every night. It's a way of life, it's something we've always done. So it was just a constant life of music, you know, whether it was after school, just dad and I, or grandpa and I, or a music party every night. A very, very concentrated um, life of music. The reason, I think, now that I look back, they had this love for the music. But when I was two, my father had a car wreck, broke his neck, not expected to live. They let him actually lay in the hospital. They didn't even clean him up for a week. He laid in glass and, you know, just, just from the wreck, they basically laid him there because, you know, this was, what was that, 1964. They took a, a piece out of his hip, fused his neck together. We saw an x-ray at one time and it looked like they had bread wrappers. I mean, to the day he died, two places on his neck looked like they had just taken a bread wrapper tie that was holding his necks together, but they fused it together. Um, he said, Lord, if you'll just give me one good leg, I'll drag the other one. And do you know that's exactly what happened? He ended up walking with a cane and, and every, hit the toe of his right boot. He would drag his right leg and it was com always completely worn out. But you know, his faith is what brought him through that. And, and the, so he couldn't run after us. So he kept us within arm's length. And that's why I think he picked me up from school playing, have dinner, friends came over. He always knew where we were and, and you know, he couldn't run after us. So I think that's when music came, became an even more, a, a larger focus for him. We were always in church. We lived like a block away from the church. I got a perfect pen, you know, from uh, being in Sunday school the first six years of my life. And from that on, then on, we only went to church in the night. But we always attended church on Sunday night, always sang a special. My great-grandmother, Ethel Souter, she always had her Bible. She was marked up, it was frayed, it was, she read her Bible every day. So when you come in and you see that, it uh, was a wonderful influence. And, you know, always, I guess, keeping you on the right path, but, but also teaching you and always seeing that. And I have seen so many blessings, miracles, that God has given us. Um, for example, 2005, I have a, had a life-threatening illness. We were on tour 
And every hospital I would go to, when they don't know you, they think you're just trying to get pain pills or something. I was in a tremendous amount of pain. I finally, from Denver to Nashville to, I mean, Ohio, all through um, five different hospitals, I finally said, take me home. I had E. coli, which had, had uh, destroyed seven inches of my large intestine that had to be uh, re removed by surgery when I came home. He brought me, God brought me through all of that. I really sincerely thought I was gonna die. The pain was so intense on that last trip home. We were several, um, many hours away from home. And on that last trip, I had, had already resorted to the fact that I would, was probably gonna die. The pain was, was unbearable. And I got out of the hospital. Not only did God bring me through that, but when I got out of the hospital in, in Kirksville, Missouri, Dolly Parton was standing in my living room. And she said, I had to come make sure you were okay myself. That's, I mean, she's such a special lady, and that's just another one of the incredible blessings. You know, the, we've been uh, uh, blessed with opportunity. I could not even dream. I would never think, number one, that I would get to meet Dolly Parton, let alone to come home from the hospital. And there she is. I mean, I was just moved to tears that she would take the time to, to travel 500 plus miles from Nashville to Kirksville, Missouri. She even went by the, the Green Top Missouri sign and got a picture. We were driving up to see my dad because he, he didn't make it down there. And we go to Green Top and she goes, pull the car over, pull the car over. And she got out right by the Green Top sign, held her hand up uh, and took a picture. And people as they're driving by are starting, they're calling around saying, I think I just saw Dolly in Green Top, Missouri. And people are going, no way, Dolly wouldn't be here. She wouldn't be in Greentop, Missouri, but she actually, she was there and uh, she made quite a stir. She made the paper too, by the way, with her picture and the Greentop sign. But a special lady and, and just another way, I guess, that you just see so many miracles uh, in our life and opportunities and just um, always keeping that faith, I guess. And, and I think there's a, you have to seek Him after someone gave Rhonda a copy of Jesus Calling, she found a new way to seek God in peace and stillness. To encourage others on their walk, she reads the April 20th entry of Jesus Calling. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Hear me saying, peace, be still to your restless heart. No matter what happens, I will never leave you or forsake you. Let this assurance soak into your mind and heart until you overflow with joy. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, you need not fear. The media relentlessly proclaim bad news for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. A steady diet of their fare will sicken you. Instead of focusing on fickle, ever-changing news broadcasts, tune in to the living word, the one who is always the same. Let scripture saturate your mind and heart and you will walk steadily along the path of life. Even though you don't know what will happen tomorrow, you can be absolutely sure of your ultimate destination. I hold you by your right hand and afterward, I will take you into glory. I am so thankful that I do have that faith and I have God, I have the Bible to, you know, to guide us and, and as, a, you know, as a roadmap of life. Well, we have, it's a new project. It was filmed and recorded live at the Ryman Auditorium, live at the Ryman with Bluegrass Legends. I've never done a project like this or, or the, to this degree, um, just so many elements of this project. But it was with Bluegrass Legends, people that are dear friends that I grew up listening to, who are your, you know, they are pioneers in bluegrass music. 
So to have them come and get to, to share an evening with them at the Ryman, that was special in, within itself. And so we decided to film and record it, and it is, it's just everything that I had hoped it to be. Sonny Osborne had not performed with his brother in over 10 years. And so we had to, he was not an expected guest. So I, we had, I talked to Bobby, uh, his brother, Bobby Osborne, who sang Rocky Top. And so he was scheduled to be there. Jesse McReynolds of Jim and Jesse was scheduled to be there. Those are both Opry stars. Mac Wiseman, I get to sing with the Osborne brothers. They are the group that my family tried to emulate. We, they are the greatest influence on my music and on my family's music. So to call them friends, it's, it's still, I have to pinch myself. It's like, oh my goodness, Bobby will send me a note and say, how's my little all-American bluegrass girl? It's like, oh, melts my heart. So I love the connections that, that music brings. That's one of my favorite things about the music business is different genres. Um, I mean, from Alan Jackson saying on several of his songs, where I, the song where I come from, there's cornbread and chicken, Alan Jackson, Dolly Parton, Keith Urban uh, sang The Water is White on one of my projects, um, Alison Krauss, she and I grew up together. Um, um, there's, there's so many, Martina McBride, Faith Hill. Most recently, we are blessed with a number one song. It's part of the Elton John, Bernie Taupin. Um, it's a collaboration, it's a tribute CD for commemorating their 50 years of, the, of musical collaborations. So, and it's a, a duet with Dolly. So you just never know where God is gonna lead you in that path and the person that you're going to, you know, who would think that we would be friends with Bernie Toppin? And then to get, I got a beautiful letter from Elton John, a gold embossed um, letter from him. Who knew he was a bluegrass fan? And he loves bluegrass music and has come to our shows. He usually, always, if he's close by, he'll be at our show and, and has become a dear friend. We meet everyone after every show, so it's like an experience, like you hear the show, we get to talk to you afterwards. Many are friends, they stay in touch. Now with social media, we stay in touch well beyond the show. And it amazes me that the way people now, they'll say, oh, I heard this song, it, you know, I'm, we played, we have a song called His Promised Land and that I wrote, it's a acapella gospel song. And so many times they say, we were playing this as my father passed, we were playing this song. My soul is filled with perfect peace and love divine. Come in, my child. Before, I thought, I'm just a kid from Greentop, Missouri. I'm just out here playing music that I like. I did not realize the responsibility. There becomes a, a responsibility and expectation to make sure, number one, that you are representing yourself. That are we, you know, how does God perceive me? Am I perceiving this in, in a good way? Would he be proud of me for, for doing this? And knowing that the songs that you're doing are influencing people, like um, to have this guy say, I, was, I literally had the gun to my head and your song came on and I put the gun down. I mean, that's really powerful to know that, I, I, I mean, obviously I had nothing to do with that. That had to be God interceding in that because that guy, I've known him now for years and he still stays in touch. Uh, in fact, I bought him a car once. He couldn't, didn't, couldn't get to the show and he got somebody to bring him there. And I said, hey, I said, told the guys, I said, let's go out and buy him a car today. And so when he came to the show, I brought him on stage and presented him with a new car, well, or a used car, but, uh, 
it's I, I love that we are so blessed that we get to share that blessing with so many, whether it's in a song or whatever, in whatever respect it is. To hear more of Rhonda's music and to find out about her latest projects and shows, please visit her website at rhondavincent.com. If you'd like to hear more stories about people whose faith has been tested but continue to follow Christ, check out our interviews with Devin Still and Kenny Thomas. Next time on the Jesus Calling Podcast, we talk with Christian music artist Anthony Evans. Growing up as the son of Pastor Tony Evans, Anthony struggled to find a place where he could be uniquely used by God. He shares how encouragement from his parents gave him the freedom to pursue his own calling. So there was a lot of pressure, undue. My dad never told me, I want you to be a preacher. My mom never said, I want you to one day be a singer. There was none of that. It was, Anthony, find your voice. Anthony, do not be, we want you to choose faith over fear, knowing that God will work all things together for your good. So I've always been challenged to move outside of that. And that, that is where I found my voice. Do you love hearing these stories of faith weekly from people like you whose lives have been changed by a closer walk with God? Then be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling Stories of Faith podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review so that we can reach others with these inspirational stories. And you can also see these interviews on video as part of our original web series with a new interview premiering every other Sunday on Facebook Live. Find previously broadcast interviews on our YouTube channel on IGTV or on JesusCalling.com slash video.